0: 52 yards should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron
1: for him. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo. What up, golf degenerate friends? Welcome to your weekly golf gambling club meeting. This is Preferred Lines. My name is Joe Idoni. Uh, You've stumbled onto a golf gambling podcast. We're going to talk a little bit of last week, what happened to the President's Cup. I'm going to bring a special guest on here in just a moment. Uh, If you're joining me live, like on Periscope or whatever they call it on Twitter live now, um, do me a solid Go to the YouTube page, add preferred lines, go there, drop a comment. Let me know that you're here because I can see those posts. I can't see anything else. I'm blind on Twitter. Uh, Takes literally one second. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, Either way, I think it helps. uh, And it lets YouTube algorithms know that there are actual human eyeballs on this show, which I think helps. Um, I'll do my best to acknowledge each and every one of your comments. I appreciate you. Here's what we got on tap for tonight's show. We're going to try to be quick. I know Monday Night Football is coming up. Sanderson Farms. Let's get in and out. Uh, New segment. New segment alert to start the show. um, I'm going to bring in my special guest in here in just a moment. We will reveal that. Then we're going to do a quick course preview. I'll give some key stats for the week. We're going to go through the entire odds board, betting board, like we do each and every week. I'll give my best bet. We'll get out of here. But without further ado, I'm so fired up to bring this guy on. He's been a huge like supporter of me, and I think that he's honestly one of the most hilarious uh, personalities on Twitter. A rock star in real life, a rock star on Twitter. Welcome to Preferred Lines, Scott Holdridge. What up, dude?
0: Ah, oh. Oh. oh hey bud. How's my you guy? Are a
1: specimen. What's going on?
0: Oh, sorry. Just. Uh... Just toweling off here with my sweet ass golf towel. what are you up to bud?
1: Oh not much man just another Monday uh enjoying a nice beverage. I got a little tequila and like some sparkling pineapple tonight. what about you? you got anything in the mixer?
0: Not a babe I you had you had a little dance with tequila this weekend too I believe.
1: yes uh Saturday missed a tea time because of it. It's okay I'm right back I'm right back on the wagon man we don't we don't let days go by without too many drinks around
0: here. Uh, yeah that that tweet killed me. I was like, I could just picture it like just hungover at a child's birthday party, just sitting in the heat. It's like, oh.
1: Yeah, it's brutal. The Florida heat hits different when you're like doing something you don't quite when you could be doing something else that is maybe preferable, yeah. the heat hits a little different.
0: I had a buddy, a, like one of my best college friends, he told me that he's just like, dude, hangovers or like hangovers with children are a whole other level. Like it's a whole other ball game thing. Oh, yeah. It's you know I, I got a ton of like nieces and nephews, but hungover and then also being responsible for children is like I can't even handle myself. Now I'm in charge of this. like oh god.
1: You're a dog dad, you know the deal, but it's not quite the same as you yeah, like yeah, yeah. and a five year old like slapping you in the face, like wake up and no. it's
0: hey, a little different. You 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 gamed up, you're ready, I love it, you're back on it. Let's go.
1: Listen, dude, we're going to start off. I'm working through a new little segment here. Um, I'm about to reveal in just a second. Working title. I'm still working on this. Um, If you have any suggestions, please relay it. But here's what I'm going with for now. The dimple things. All right. This is where we recap the previous week. It's a little play on, you know, the simple things. We're a golf related show. I thought it was thought it was cool. Working title, like I said, presented as always, by my friends at the Fantasy Golf Pod, really appreciate them podcast ownership projections, the Golf Guys program, uh, which is your last call on Wednesday nights live. Good friends over there. Please support them. But here's how we're going to start. Um, I wanted to like kind of do a little bit more of a recap on the previous week. Last week, obviously, uh, the, we had the President's Cup memory bank okay so i'm a big notes guy i've got this like google docs uh google drive document that goes back like four or five years i try to jot some things down from every tournament because it's honestly there's so many events it's hard to remember going back like five six years now the most important thing to remember from the 2022 president's cup i'll start with mine and it was the absolute wagon scott holdridge that was team korea Yes, uh, what an electric group of guys! They overall nine seven and one. I feel like they stole the show, even though they lost. Sung Jae was an absolute force. K yeah. H Lee was two and one, and his wife had on a shirt that said he was the most <laughs> handsome and sexiest golfer. Oh King God, handsome on the back of her shirt. Um, Se Woo on Sunday like was yeah. everything we wanted and more out of Se Woo was just amazing, and of course Tom Kim was the star of the week without any question. Team Korea was absolutely electric. Team Canada, on the other hand, 0-8. I know we're going to Canada for the next yeah. President's Cup, so hopefully they can have a better performance there. But yeah. for me, the one thing I will remember is not the USA victory. It's how awesome those Koreans were this past week. And what's your one thing for the week?
0: Man, I just got to piggyback off of that because it was, it was so cool. And, like, seeing them in this environment, in a team environment, and, like, seeing their personalities more all week and even even Hideki's caddy did you see yeah. that he's like oh yeah just nuts and i think they were just so good and man just unbelievable all of them i mean tom kim's god we all know this now yep um it got to the point where i was like i think i'm sick of them
1: yeah well, just, I think Paul Azinger, our good friend Paul Azinger, actually said that he's got number one player in the world potential, which it, to that point when he gave me that, I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I need to cool on Tom Kim a little bit. Yeah, it was, was awesome.
0: Just like, I feel like they need someone just from Golf Twitter that's like in their production meetings on like Thursday and then every day, just like, hey, here's what everyone's talking about. You might want to mention it. Because they yeah. were like, clu- it's like, do they even, he, Azinger mixed him up like Siwoo on. He mixed them up. He's like, Tom Kim here, like hitting a shot. I was like, dude, that's Siwoo. What are you doing? And then by Saturday and Sunday, it's like, he's the number one player in the world. It's like, dude, like just pay attention. It
1: was bad. Like the coverage, we could talk about it. There's five groups on the course. We somehow can't get a camera on every single one of them. We missed a ton of shots. But um, in all in all, like I'm with you. I think it was exciting. I think we got like a new rooting interest, young star out of it that we... Um, Had the live guys not gone, maybe we would have never gotten those type of like moments or gotten to know Tom Kim like we did. Uh, So those are kind of our memory bank things, things for the week. Um, Moving on, we're going to nominate in honor of the fantasy golf pod running the golf guys program, our golf guy of the week from last week. Now this can be Tom Kim. It can be someone who had an awesome performance. It can just be something funny. um, But who was like, I'll let you take the stage here on this one, Scott. Who's your golf guy of the week from last week?
0: Uh, I think it was Siwoo. Yeah. I and I mean him. Just I just wrote down in my notes. It was just JT fucking around and finding out. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. it all started. It all started on Saturday. You could just see it. He hit that mm-hmm. shot from around that tree, that stinger, that was just like a cut into a tucked left pin with a bunker. And it was just like, oh, shit, Siwoo's like, yeah, he's having a thing. And then on Sunday, everyone's like, oh, my God, Siwoo out first. What's Immelman doing? And it was like, no, Siwoo got that swagger. And then him just putting JT in a box because, like, I'm so done with just JT during these events is just such a tryhard and, like, he's just over the top and annoying and obnoxious to me. And it's just having Seewu just bury him. Like, he was swimming in his dome swimming he gets me
1: on these moments with jt where i love it and i love like the fire of like when he made that putt with jordan the one day and like come on like i love that kind of stuff in golf but then like he's always drops the putter down and like wants people to give him putts like you can't have it both ways it gets a little bit tiresome but you can tell that like he really, really deeply loves golf. You can tell that Tom Kim deeply loves golf. Two big golf yeah. guys. But my golf guy of the week, Scott, this yeah, is going to be a little weird. He didn't even play in the President's Cup. Uh, but nobody right now is more committed to golf than Patrick Reed. Ah. Uh, Patrick Reed, September, Good Live take. Boston, Wentworth, Chicago, France, Dunhill. Then he's going to bangkok and then he's going to saudi arabia um even his wife fully committed to the golf guy approach she she went on a tirade about how the owgr has canceled global golf even his kids support dad being a huge huge golf guy even though he said he was going to be home to like feed them breakfast and take them to uh-huh. school, he's just gone completely
0: evil castle house yeah
1: nobody loves golf more than one patrick reed he's going to be my golf guy of the week uh we'll Um, continue to do this with each and every guest but before we go i have one last thing i'm going to do this new thing as well where i nominate my favorite tweet on twitter from the week so highly prestigious award if you're on golf twitter this is like this is your crown jewel right here this is what you want to get this was my favorite tweet of the week scott Trevor, Trevor Immelman yeah. absolutely owning Greg Norman with a simple tweet lol. I thought Immelman was was awesome all week like I don't know what his role is in terms of broadcasting if that's Mark or if he only does it sometimes but I feel like with Aldo now gone like we, we need an accent you know beside Jim Nance so the guy's got to have an accent even the live guy Arlo or whatever who's got an accent you got to have your second in the chair has to have a nice accent right Immelman has that he knows his stuff I think that he was funny I think that he was like genuine and and I appreciated this tweet absolutely owning Greg Norman with a simple three-letter response like only he could do
0: yeah I think that, I mean, and also that, that goes into kind of memory bank too, of just like an unbelievable first ballot Hall of Fame. Cause like Greg Norman can't even resist. It's like, Greg, just take the day off. It's not about you today. Let it go. The amount of edits that tweet must've went through were insane.
1: <laughs> right. It's like
0: him trying not to be the usual D-bag Greg Norman. And like, you know, people were looking it over, like take this, add this, and then just getting buried.
1: <laughs> bodied him
0: just body bag by Immelman with lol was just
1: the ratio of like likes and quote tweets was through the roof on that one great one job by of- Immelman, couldn't have like owned the moment any better than that tweeted oh.
0: yeah dude that was mine and then our boy chris powers was just like on a heater
1: he's always on a heater
0: yeah th- this week and the players i think are his like his crowns but he just like he ate Wheaties and just went to a GNC and took everything, <laughs> and just started tweeting. It was like I was messaging him, like, dude, like I was gonna tweet there and just on one,
1: yeah, firing away. No one else is really good. Who who's starting to? Um, well, you're fantastic at like the the one the the comments and the replies. The girl, I don't even know really where she's from or how I started following her, but I th- it's like Claire Rogers.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Follow yeah. her.
1: She's oh, fantastic. Oh, God, God. She had some hilarious tweets about, um. I think it was JT and Jordan when they were like, he was like, no, don't give it to him. She was like, when my husband says he wants to go out past 9 p.m. Um, Thought it was very well, really funny. Know. Those are some honorable mentions, oh but m woman own the week. You
0: can't be married. Please tell me she's not married.
1: Yeah. What's she's that? She's married? Who?
0: She, oh, I hope she's not married. I oh, said- I don't know.
1: She, it could oh, be up God. for grabs, dude. Get in there. Get in those DMs.
0: No, no, no. I just, people are fawning for her. Um, she,
1: she, oh, oh God. Phew. She's hot. All right. Let's talk about the golf course this week. What we have on tap, the country club of Jackson, a yes, uh, uh, Fote and, and Gogol design. Wow. Nothing. You, there's two guys you want to see on the list in terms of golf course. It's it's right. Fote and Gogol. I'll tell you that. And uh, par 72, 7,460 yards, roughly champion Bermuda grass, all throughout head to toe T to green over there in Jackson, Mississippi, average cut line, minus one last five winners, Sammy Burns at minus 22, Sergio Garcia, minus 19, Sebastian Munoz, who was awesome on Sunday, minus 18, Cameron champ, minus 21, Ryan armor, minus 19, hard to pick back to back years with two guys with a wider range of skill sets than champ and armor. Uh, But that's what we get here at Jackson. I'm going to do some quick stats. Off the tee, I think, perspectively this week is, is a little bit higher for me. I'm going to wait distance over accuracy a little bit more. I, I think there's there's players that do both well who have had success here. So it's hard to pinpoint Thing Here's the thing. If you hit it really far, you can have a week where you're very accurate hitting it far. If you're very accurate, you're not just all of a sudden going to have a week where you pick up 25 yards off the tee. Right. Um, so more chances for things to go right the further you hit it. Ah, uh, Rick Run Good, my buddy, had distance ranked 13th, accuracy 31st in terms of his correlated stats for success this week. Last year's leaderboard: uh, Burns, Watney, Cam Young, Molinex, Sahith—all very aggressive guys who swing it very hard off the tee. Approach uh, slightly more correlated than I had kind of imagined here. Uh, putting, of course, uh, fourth in terms of of success rates and the PGA Tour courses. Emphasis heavily on that champion Bermuda grass. I won't be too much on around the green this week, Scotty, 6,200 square foot greens. If you're missing the greens, you're probably missing the cut. Uh, Mm. And Sam Burns last year, number one greens in regulation and off the tee. That will usually lead to success uh, when you're when you're sort of, you know, Sam Burns caliber player. Anything I missed there that you're looking at to add maybe?
0: No, I'm in a similar. I'm kind of more good drives gains this week. Okay. Um, and I think this like with bigger, bigger greens, it brings weaker approach players into it. Yep. Um, easier greens to hit, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of going more approach is always one, but I'm also looking at players who maybe that's not their strength, but this week with huge greens and, you know, kind of easy putting, like, I think it brings in a lot of more, a lot more people into the, like who we're picking. Um but yeah, off the tees with ever. It's kind of the opposite. It's what we expected at Fortinet, where it was just, yeah. but a lot of no no one was really using Driver a lot. They were using more kind of plotting placement tee yeah. shots. In this, I feel like everyone's just going to bomb it and go. I think um, so
1: too. Yeah, there's not much in terms of hazards for, for a big miss. Late night tips with a huge late night tip. Trevor's next to Nance starting next season. I didn't know that. Um, I'm glad my brain thought of that. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking on the right lines with CBS Sports there. Um, okay, let's get to the betting, board. the betting board. Here we go. Oddschecker.com, the betting board for the Sanderson Farms Championship at the very top. Samuel Burns coming off a hot week at the Presidents Cup. Is he hungover? <laughs> he might be. Um, Sahith, 20 to one best number on him, Russell Hendall, 25 to one JT Post 27 to one Sebastian Munoz has withdrawn from this week's event. So don't bet on him yeah. over at MGM or any of those other books. Denny McCarthy's 29 to one. Scott Stallings, 30 to one. I'll kick it to you, Mr. Holdridge. You like anybody up here? What do you think about Sam Burns? Is it, is it one of the years where you just see the best player win like we kind of did last week with Homer? Are you worried about a President's Cup hangover for Burns?
0: I mean, there's zero question. He's hungover and he's hurting. But people play great hungover. Yes. Um, so I I'm, am I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Burns. Um, Sahith, I feel like that's the new uh, FOMO kind of golfer like gotta play him um he's kind of like wills Zartoris until we get his win um but i think the sneaky play might be henley so i think i might go there where it's just good all-around game we haven't seen him a lot um if you get a number you like on him go for it um he's kind of the one out of out of the four which i feel like I might, i'm gonna stick in that lane and throw 100 what are you thinking
1: so i'm not gonna bet burns If you cross out Burns, I think there are two players who are the best two players in the field with the best chance to win. I think it's Sahith and I think it's Henley. The problem, and you mentioned it, is that I'm going to have major FOMO if Sahith hits. Right. I've been on him early early and often in his career. I tried to, man, I've tried so many times, Scott, to get him on the podcast. I have emails that I sent to Sahith from like three years ago trying to get him on the show. He won't respond, man. I'm, I'm, I may be out on Sahith soon, but I, I just think he's so talented. Obviously the birdies, we know he makes a ton of them. We know he's aggressive, uh, T eight here last year. The other stats aren't great, but Henley was extremely surprising to me. And I'm glad that you kind of brought it up because number one in birdies are better gained over the last 24 rounds. Uh, yeah. the approach numbers have really keyed back in nicely, uh, quick Bermuda grass greens reminds me of Sedgefield reminds me of Honda a couple of places where he obviously has either gotten victory or come close to victory and the ball striking numbers are the best of anyone by a pretty wide margin here inside the top 10 if you when you rule out Sebastian Munoz so um, he's probably coming in in the best form recently Um, I just you know it's the thing can Russell Henley win that's the thing
0: right yeah I think the thing with Sahith that I noticed and he did this at Fortnite, where it's just like dumb bogeys like he's got to clean it up like if you look at his four rounds he didn't have that one round where it was just like five birdies one bogey it was always like he's he's kind of the until he gets you know and i think it's probably just repetition of just being used to being on tour um but until he cleans up some of the bogeys like he he had Fortnite. He had all these tournaments. You just look at his scorecard zone. It's like, damn, just eliminate like one or two bogeys. Yep.
1: And I think it's a product of him just being uh, an aggressive mindset. I think it's what probably it's what is his best asset and also can be his. Weakness at times. It's what got yeah. him into contention at the Travelers because there's a lot of pins there He's you don't want to go after, but he goes after him. But it's also what probably lost him the tournament on the last hole when he tried to get it onto the green with a lip right in front of him. It's probably what got him into contention at Phoenix at waste at waste management, where a lot of guys aren't willing to take on the the crazy amount of water there is there and he just played extremely aggressively made a ton of birdies, but it's also, you know, you see on the 17th hole, like things happen. So uh, it can, his, his biggest strength I think can also be his weakness. The amount of birdies that he makes, I think you have to attack at all times. And when you attack, you're not just playing for the center of greens, you can get into trouble. And I think that's why he makes bogeys. If he can clean that up one of these weeks, I still think he's going to win. And um, if you, if you, it's hard to remove Sam Burns from this. Cause I think he could easily repeat, although I'm not going to bet it, but if you do, I think he's the most talented player left
0: for sure. And I mean, his putting during the president's cup was insane. Like, I know he's good at Bermuda Burns, et cetera, but yeah. my, that was like a takeaway of some of the shots I saw, like Sunjay M blew me away. He's like, I think he's going next level next year. Yep. Um, uh like but yeah just unbelievable putter like his game is so complete now like he he broke through got wins and now he's going next level and i mean who knows maybe he can win this hungover let's see
1: maybe i don't think yeah i wouldn't put it past him especially coming back to like like Valspar didn't he repeat it Valspar
0: i think so yeah
1: he can do it let's yeah. move on down the board a little bit not- uh we got taylor montgomery Corn Ferry Tour, number one player coming in. Uh, didn't win the Corn Ferry Tour championship, but I think that most who know will regard him as the most talented guy coming up this year. Christian Bazadenhoot, uh still in the field at 40 to one. He was able to um, ruin a six-leg parlay for me on Sunday, where the other what? five hit in that Kisner match was the final one that I needed, and he beat Kis. I was really pissed. No. About that. Uh, davis riley 40 to 1 emiliano grillo 40 to 1 keegan 40 thomas detry 40 to 1 harris english 50 uh any any gut feels here scotty
0: i'm kind of going with experience here and he's starting to show signs but i like harris english out of these guys um coming off the injury kind of a sleeper um i'm kind of out on everyone else though like montgomery it's just like haven't seen it yet he's a hot putter. And I mean, that's great, but is that long-term, you know, like, are you the next Denny McCarthy with better approach? Um, But yeah, out of that core, you said like Davis Riley, I know he's kind of a darling of picks, but yeah, I'm just going with been through it all, seen it all. Harris English here.
1: You know what? It's kind of crazy. I was thinking about this last week, like how much, when, when, when you and I, or you're going for a Saturday match with buddies, right? How much putting matters in match play scenario in a Ryder cup, in a president's cup, how much putting matters? Like, and you, and I I think a lot about a guy like Corey Connors, like he was awful because he couldn't make an eight foot putt, but on a regular PGA tour event, that doesn't really like, he's such a good ball striker being such a shit putter doesn't really hurt him as much. And you think about a guy like Denny, who I kind of glossed over, who I bet all the time, the best putter on the planet, uh, pretty much unquestioned. You can ask any player on tour and they'll say that, but yet he can't get a win somehow. You know, and these guys who just have these great ball striking weeks do. Um, Speaking of a guy coming in pretty hot, I'm going to reveal my best bet of the week, Davis Riley. Hometown narrative, Mississippi boy coming back here. Course history ain't great though, Scotty. Uh, but the birdies are better gained, is great. Second in the field, bogey avoidance, makes a lot of birdies, doesn't make a lot of bogeys, should be able to get to 20 under par. I hope. Um ninth and off the tee. He's he's a very good driver of the ball. Sweet swing in Davis Riley. Uh greens in regulation, also 12th. Um, had a little bit of a lull there late in the summer. I think this could be a good sort of comeback spot for him. Played his best like Valspar through the Florida swing and this sort of Southeast climate, Bermuda grass type environments. Um, I'm going to take a flyer on him with with some of the rooting interests of the, the certain to be huge crowds in Jackson this week. Davis Riley, 40 to 1.
0: I like that. I mean, he's coming off a cut too, so he's great both you know, for an outright and just in like, if you're doing fantasy too, I kind of like that. If you burned you last week, play him.
1: Yep. Usually works.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What about moving down? Straka, Moore, Mm -hmm. Mullinex, Clark, all guys also at that 50 to one range, Kirk, Woodland, power, um, Aaron Rye, Adam Hadwin in the sixties. Like, a lot of journeymen here that like could easily come about that, that you're like, man, I've, I I want to take one or two of them here at like 55, 60 to one, any of them that, that got your attention?
0: Uh, I guess, I mean, Chris Kirk kind of in the Harris English realm, like good all around player. She had a great year last year. Um, he rolled that in. Also, I think Aaron Rye might be kind of a sneaky pick, hmm. like not great putting numbers, but I you know he's got good iron game tory pines is kind of a i could see that as a course comp he played well at farmers um yeah i think those are kind of my two i think did you is steel up there he was my is who oh sorry uh we'll save it next i think he's coming up
1: okay uh here's my two taylor moore i got a 60 on him this morning uh, number one in birdies are better on in easy scoring conditions um, the guy just really kind of eats up birdie fest lately. And he's on a great, great run. I think a disappointing start to his season last year, but eight consecutive cuts made for Taylor Moore, which includes four top 25 and two top sixes. Uh, the last eight tournaments, he's he's been very, very solid. And then um, I'm a sucker for Gary. I love him. I'm Ah. gonna bet him it's probably not a good bet but all of a sudden randomly Scott I I do a little fantasy national model and Gary Woodland is fourth I'm like gotta bet him don't know how (laughs) it happens um it probably says more about my my modeling than it does anything else but back on southeast Bermuda where obviously he had that run he he lives down here by me um so he's familiar with sort of practicing in these type of conditions not only putting on Bermuda but like playing out of the fairways in Bermuda and in rough and around the green games um, will be a very familiar territory for him, which, and he was on a run early last season where it's like, is Gary back fifth at the Honda fifth at the Arnold Palmer top 20 at the Valspar. We were like, everyone was wanting to bet Gary Woodland and then the iron play went away. But at the Fortinet 4.6 strokes gained on approach, his best iron week since April 66 to one is the number I got. Uh, I'm gonna take a little flyer on my boy Gary this week.
0: That's a good call. Yeah, and also just Bermuda out of the rough is just a whole other ball game. It's oh yeah, so the
1: nasty. chipping, the chipping, man.
0: Oh my god, has ruined me. Yeah,
1: I if I, I get my boys, listen, me and my guys from Ohio are like we're pretty level handicaps. I uh, go up there, I'm screwed, but I bring them down here on my home turf, and they can't <laughs> chip for shit. <laughs> Um, let's move down to sort of bomb range here. Um, Steely's down here, Alex Smalley, Putnam's fence in my boy. I'm not going to bet him this week. Justin lower had a good week a couple of weeks ago. Benny on had a good week. Sue has been playing really well. Like anyone, I'll kind of just open it up to you in terms of like, bombs. Yeah. are there any that you like this I got,
0: week? I got a few, I got my man. Well, I'm definitely doing steel coming off a of cut. Okay. Apparently he was like, He's been like Hogan with his irons. Yeah. And then all all of a sudden it's like, so that's why I'm on him. Really. I'm kind of betting on a bounce back and this is kind of a good course fit. Um, Svensson, dude, I went to the Fortnite and I watched him on the range blew my mind. Stripe show. Like, like I stopped moved down the end of the range and it was just like staring at him, followed him for a few holes. Like if he can get a little bit of putty, like blew my mind
1: so pure i know i um, saw him at the honda i followed him almost the whole day me and my dad yeah. my dad's like well we didn't want to follow like the main guy so he's like who did you bet on I'm like i have this guy's fence in at like 81 he's like let's follow him a little bit we ended up watching him play like 13 holes it was just incredible
0: unreal right yeah and he's yeah. like not a big dude and it's just can do anything with the ball like yep um he's gonna it's, i mean i think it just like a lot of these young guys like after a full year or two or like this guy's gonna be unreal and speaking of like a future president's cup stud yeah would love to see him on there um they don't want to win they're just too nice
1: yeah i know uh Um, i've heard some people like luke list this week do you what do you think about luke list no hard yeah me too he did rate out like number two in my model but i'm like then i look at the model and i'm like but he's missed like seven cuts in a row i can't i can't get. yeah
0: i mean maybe in like a gpp or something cool but no and then my guy here, this is my like bomb, is my dude, Marty Dow, Do Zhu Chung Do. Love this guy. He's been, he was on tour, had a cup of coffee, had to work his game back. He I think he's just like classic case of turn pro too early, got his ass kicked, went on tour, had to get back down, and now he's back, and he's a bomber. Uh, the rest of his games pretty good, and uh, I just like that kind of player, like someone who's had it, got punched in the face, and is back now. Like you, know, you see that with like Steven Yeager, or someone like that. And yep. I think this guy's more talented though than someone like uh, Yeager, um, but he's someone I'm I'm all in on for this year.
1: All right, here's my guy over a hundred to one um, total kind of flyer here, but it's just it, it's just strictly you know, bomber. Bramlet, one thirty to one. He's number one in driving distance in the field. Oh
0: yeah,
1: um, third oh, in greens yeah. and regulations. So like you hit it really far and you hit a lot of greens. That's not bad. Coming off a of twelfth at the Fortinet. Uh, yeah, I don't know, hundred and thirty to one, not a bad one. And here's a random one. Um, let me see if I can find the number. But I I thought about th- it. I saw it and then I looked a little bit more into it. This is probably like a top forty bet, um, but Do where it. is he? Um, right here, Chad Ramey. Yeah. is four hundred to one on Bet three six five. Um, he's from Fulton, Mississippi, which isn't far from this. Here's a guy who like he won a PGA Tour event last year. He won the Corrales. Um, he's played this event twice now. He's made both cuts. I think he finished around like thirty six both times. Um, but a guy with a PGA tour victory under his belt playing in like a home game, basically and he's 400 to one, um, just a massive number. I think you can maybe, uh, maybe pencil him in for like a top 20, top 40.
0: I like that. Pound that baby. Yeah, get to it.
1: All right, dude. Anyone else you got?
0: Those were kind of my, I mean, Calent, Calentaren, I've just been waiting on his entire career to pop
1: yeah oh, me no, too it's just like, worried me a little bit with the miscut at the fortinet so like i didn't go back
0: yeah yeah i'm i mean john huh he's down there coming off a miscut sucker for that i mean the goat Ches reevy kevin tway come on no i'm joking
1: uh normal names yeah this is the false swing i think this is um I think this is just the reality of the fields that we're going to get for a long time now. Um, and it's sad, but I thought about it, dude. It's like, I don't want to complain. I I, I kind of put a complaint tweet out this morning and I need to check myself because I'm like, you know what? We have a golf tournament. It's this PGA yeah. tour offers us more events than any other sport. I don't want to complain about an off season tournament. Like if you give me, uh, you give me Titans, Jaguars, in july i'll be ecstatic about it you know yeah. what i'm saying so like we have to think about it like this is the off season um it's not like the major augusta to the open so like just the fact that we're getting golf and we're getting a tournament right. and the names may not be great uh, i want to be appreciative of that and, and enjoy
0: it totally and that was my big kind of like my memory bank thing sorry to bring it back but it was just like this the president cup is a great tournament like this is awesome. It was this great, awesome, and it's just like it's still in its like infancy. There's only been fourteen of these. The Ryder yeah. Cup, I think the 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 Ryder Cup is almost hundred years old, and the, the US won eighty four percent of the first. I think like what was it twenty one of twenty five in a tie.
1: So the first ones,
0: yeah, the President's wow. Cups, like fourteen total one win for the nationals one tie and i just think like don't change a damn thing this is great just give it time give like, it time the president Cup's way harder too because it's just like they're they got buy-in now with like pairing you know you know the koreans with colombians and like the south yeah. with the canadians it's just like now they have buy-in and now they're like getting going it's just like Similar to what you're saying, like, I'm just grateful that it's, it's there. It's cool. Like, everyone was tearing it down the week before. This sucks. They should cancel it. They should completely change it. It's like, no, it's still young. Give it time. It's going to be great. Like, change nothing. Yes. Like, I'm grateful this is on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, sorry it for was extremely
1: parents. enjoyable. Um, even it, like it got a little sweaty down the stretch, man. It, like a couple of things, like I hate to pull an Azinger, but, uh, there were a couple of moments there late where it felt like, um, I don't know, a chip in or something weird happened. Sebastian mm-hmm. Munoz has taken out Scotty Scheffler, like weird things were going down, but I'm happy that the U S was able to pull it out, of course. But, um, yeah, yeah they made it quite an enjoyable event. So congrats to, to our tweet of the week guy, Trevor Immerman and his oh. team um yeah man i appreciate listen you're the man i appreciate the hell out of you thank you for coming on and joining oh, me i'm gonna good. get out of here so everyone can check out monday night football uh, i bet the cow would you bet on the football no i'm
0: getting back into it though because my god, i bet the cowboys crazy.
1: tonight we'll see how it goes they're probably the lost
0: that was brutal yesterday
1: yeah um all right I mean, dude yeah. scotty holdridge at holdridge underscore scott like Give this man a follow. Some of the best, funniest stuff that you will possibly see on Twitter. Please. Um, Kirsch says, How much poon are you expecting from coming on this pod? I hope a lot. I hope that you have a great night. Everyone loves you, man. Thank you for coming on the show and and supporting me. And, like, I, you know, and then I know all the stuff that you did uh, behind the scenes to sort of help me out. So I greatly appreciate you and, and I appreciate you coming on tonight.
0: I appreciate you, man. I can't thank you enough. Like, you're such a good dude. Like, you know, not to get too corny and sappy, but I, I, everything you do, man, like I always look forward to it. It's, you know, helps me in every, every week, you know, it's something to look forward to. I know it's hard to do every week, but we appreciate it. And thank you for all you do, man. Can't believe I'm on here. This is insane.
1: What a pleasure to have you on. Uh, We'll do it again sometime in the fall. Uh,
0: Appreciate you, dude. Later. All right, buddy.
1: Thank you all for checking out Preferred Lines. Make sure to give it a like and a sub on the way out. If you check it out on iTunes or Spotify, um, I don't know, do something there, too. I'm trying to like keep up content through the fall, so I know a lot of people are kind of using it as a breather. I want to keep things going, keep the engine running. I got exciting stuff coming for the new year. I hope that you enjoyed the these new segments at the start of tonight's show. Uh, enjoy Monday Night Football. Have a great week. Enjoy the Sanderson Farms. I'm out of here. Peace, y'all.